Hi, um, my name is Anna. Um, in my life as a nomad, people called me Bear Dance, so that's another name. Um, and today I will be talking about um, a student choreographed dance exhibition I went to on Sunday, December 8th. Um, it was work, um, contemporary work by University of Vermont students, um, entirely performed by University of Vermont students, entirely choreographed by University of Vermont students, and um, there were about eight performances throughout the whole show. Um, one was actually performed in the lobby right before it, which was really interesting. Um, and they were mostly group dances, although two of them were solo dances, which I would love to dive into. Um, and I would love to take you there with me um it was sunday night i walked to redstone campus it was really windy um and pretty cold um but i stopped the data center right beforehand and got a cup of coffee which kept definitely kept um the mood up um it was a pretty tiring day but um i'd actually never been to the redstone recital hall before um and immediately when I was able to walk past the building, um, I was pretty blown away by the space. Um, it was almost set up like a cathedral. Um, you could tell how much thought went into the acoustics of the building. And it made me even more excited for the performance in a way that I think a part of indulging in art is space that you're involved in and that you're really seeing. Um, because one big part of viewing art is the way that you're absorbing it so not only does that include the conversation you're having about it the noise around you but i think the space is also really important um so just the fact that i was able to go see this beautiful new space that students put so much hard work into um and people spend so much time perfecting their artwork in that space you can really feel that energy so that was really exciting um I was particularly excited to be able to see this um, choreographed showcase because I guess I find dancers just so purely amazing. Um, I'm someone who always expressed art through mostly illustration and sometimes music um, and carpentry, but I think the idea of really expressing raw art just through movements of the body is something that is so difficultly authentic and vulnerable um, in a way that I, I think that I'm not there yet, being that vulnerable and putting such work that is so intimate with your body out there in such a public setting, um, especially like among the showcase, like in the crowd, there were some folks who were there for artistic event reflections for classes, there were friends of the dancers, and there were also other dancers there. Um, and for me, like, I, I don't know too much about dancing. I, I know some, like, basics of, um, Latin dancing just from my Puerto Rican background, but for the most part, I, I don't know the technicalities of dancing. So, for someone to be putting their art out there that's so physical and so involved in their body to a crowd that they don't know what they're looking out for, I'm sure there were... A few of us in the crowd who definitely didn't know what they were looking out for when it comes to the form that they had and the expression they had um 
just I I'm so impressed with dancers how vulnerable they can be with that I don't think I'm there yet <laughs> with my with my inner being um so that was a big part of why I wanted to go to this event even more than just the fact that I need to write an event reflection about it um so there were eight dances in the show they were all choreographed by students and um the first one was green eggs and dance that was um kind of a goofy one in the lobby that was really fun the second one was eyes can't which was a group dance after that not for you which was a solo dance danced by kaylee gersh um the third one was dist another group dance silence is no more than nudity it was a group dance and actually um this one was really interesting because this one the choreographer, um, the choreographer, excuse me, she actually sat on the stage during the dance and read out loud her poetry while the dancers were moving, which, which was very interesting. Um, talk about that one more if I can. Um, after that was Far Below the Surface, another group dance, Drawing a Circle with the Tip of Your Nose, which was actually my favorite. That was a solo dance by Chloe Schaffer, and she also choreographed that. And I believe she mentioned, actually, she was abroad choreographing that dance for herself, and she actually came back a little early from her trip to showcase it. And after that was a dance called Strata, which was um, a very, very amazing group dance that I enjoyed. Um... I would like to talk about the dance drawing a circle with the tip of your nose. Um, it was a solo dance, like I said, she was abroad. Um, and the thing I loved about this one was um, there was the song Fun Times in Babylon playing by Father John Misty, which I recognized. Um, but over that, she had recorded her own sounds of um, birds and nature, and it almost sounded like children playing on a playground. And her movements were very... I was trying to explain it to someone. The feeling that you got from her movements was... You couldn't tell if she was at peace or almost... I almost got a feeling of loss. Because it didn't seem like... Her movements almost represented she was entirely present. But that in an intentional way. I think she was definitely present in performing her dance. But there was definitely some illusion towards almost being in a higher a higher self like the impression i got from it with both the sound and the music and a lot of the movements were very almost minimalistic a lot of it was with her arms um it just gave me a lot of feelings of daydreaming i would say for sure um which i really enjoyed there was a lot to that one um Oh, after the showcases of the dance, the choreographers, um, choreographers, excuse me, um, they actually did a Q&A. So they all sat at the end of the stage and introduced themselves, introduced their grade level and what dance they did. And my favorite part is someone asked them if there were any segments in their dance that was improvisation. And... To my surprise, actually, the majority of the dances did have sections where the dancers were improving what they were doing, which is, I mean, it just blew me away because all the dances, they were so fine-tuned. You could tell they put in so many hours of work. They were proud of what they were showing. They were passionate. And what, what blew my mind about it is that it 
to my blind eye, not knowing what the dance was going to look like, it all looked so polished and so graceful. So after learning especially that some of that was completely improv by the dancers really opened my eyes even more to how much talent and thought and intuition with your body that takes. I think a big part of dancing too, I'd imagine, um, is just the intuition of trusting your body and knowing what you're doing with it and how it looks and what you're trying to give across from how you're moving. And I think movement, there has to be a lot of thought that goes into movement, but I also don't know what it would mean to be a dancer who has created that muscle memory of a dance so well that I don't I don't know what kind of thought they have to put into that. So I almost wish I could repeat the showcase and know that there was improv in some parts of it because I feel like it would really change what I was looking out for. But I'm also really glad I didn't know because it... <laughs> I don't know, like the feeling it gave me after just hearing that was so impressive. Um, someone also asked how many hours the majority of them spent in the studio with their dancers. And most of them pretty much had the same answer, five to six hours. Um, and I would love to see or know what that rehearsing looks like, how they go about teaching an entire, I mean, some of them were like five minute dances, like how the memorization of that works like is it a lot of repetition is it is it muscle memory that forms like do they go about it and just they feel it out and they feel the movements as coherent and as one I, I'm really curious about that while I was watching it um yeah and the, the dance the group dances as well The group dances as well, um, some of them, the dance boards were very interactive with one another. Like, I remember um, I went there with someone and there was a part where, I don't know how to explain it except for the fact of me, like, putting my thumb interlocked between the other hand. Um, I don't even know how to put that, as if you're clasping your hands together and the thumbs are resting beside another. They almost one of them like put their body over the other and they almost like moved as a creature jumping across the stage and at one point like dancers were carrying each other and they were spinning each other and catching one another and that takes so much trust i mean most of the art i do is very independent um it's a lot of trust in myself um and i used to do theater and it actually really brought me back to wondering what it would feel like again to be involved in art that actually takes so much trust in other people um because i especially imagine the group dances i mean there were a lot of them that they were very synchronized and understanding i mean you have a completely separate body different way of moving than the dancer beside you and what that must take to really learn one another well enough that you know the way that they move and you have to learn the way that the other person moves to make it look so significantly synchronized from one another um yeah it was it was a wild time um i'm so blown away 
by the talent of the choreographers and the students dancing and I think just something wonderful about being in a university setting I've learned is just the amount of diverse collaboration that can happen um, especially in the art scene I mean in a larger school especially you have so many different artists from I mean primarily around the US here that just have so much to contribute and seeing a showcase like this just always reminds me how much work goes in and how much people are willing to share and learn from one another and I think that's so incredibly beautiful. Um, I would encourage other folks to go out and see a showcase if there's another one at the end of next semester because it was so incredibly lovely and I'm definitely inspired to go be more involved in the viewing of student artwork. Um, I feel like I have been kind of lacking from that scene, supporting peers, and it was just a reminder that showing up to view someone's art when they put so much work into it, especially an entire semester, you know, even just another chair filled in the crowd is, is helpful and is, I don't want to say completely validation, but I think showing up to see people's art and making them feel seen is endlessly important. Um, yeah, so that's my take on it. I'm really glad I went. Um, as for art that I would recommend recently, um, I've been listening to a lot of lo-fi music, but the song I've had on repeat these past few days is called Don't Know How to Keep Loving You by Julia Jacqueline. Um, if you're someone who's ever been in a very long relationship um, or friendship even, it could be interpreted as, would you feel like excitement is lacking after a phase of being so newly in love with one another. Um, I think it's gotten across a message that I haven't really heard as well represented as other songs as loving someone but almost starting to get bored in a way that you feel like that new sense of love isn't being met anymore. So that song is um, How to Keep Loving You by Julie Jacqueline off her album Crushing. Um, I hope y'all enjoy your day and that life leaves you many blessings and that you're able to absorb the earth around you and all it has to offer. Thank you for listening. <laughs>